So tonight, Bezer Hashem Yisbarach will give over a tremendous yesoid, something very fundamental, something very practical, from my Rebbe the Mashkiach, Zogazun Sain, based on this piece that we're learning here in Chavis Havavis. So just to summarize what we've learned over the last few nights is what seemed to be a big machloikis, a big debate between Rishonim, the Ramban on the one hand, and the Chavis Havavis here on the other, whether it's possible for a person to have bitochen, even though he is not someone who is Oisei Ritzayin Hashem, not someone who's his focus is to do Ratzon Hashem, but even if he's a Russia, even if he's a Balaveris, someone who is a wicked person, someone who is a sinner, an offender against Hashem's Torah, can he have Bitochen? Which the Ramban clearly said, yes, even in Russia, and the Chofetz Chaim told us, based on the Medrash, that Afilu Russia, Babiteach Hashem, Chesid Yisevavenu. On the other hand, the Chofetz Havavis tells us here that one has to do the Ratzon Hashem in order to, for him to expect for Hashem to do his Ratzon. And the way we reconciled it was that indeed, even a Russia could have Bitochen and, ex- and be worthy and expect to be worthy of the Chesed of Hashem. Afilu Russia, but he's Baitak Bashem, Chesed Yisevivanu. But it comes merely as a Chesed. As opposed to what the Chavisavavis is talking about, the getting up to a level where a person could be called a Baitak Balekim. For him not to do Hashem's Ratzin, as, as he says over here, Someone who transgresses the mitzvahs of Hashem. Asher Yod, he was promised reward. He was warned he'll be punished if he transgresses them. So for him to, to say, but I'll still have Bitochen, even if he rebels, impossible. Certainly it's not appropriate for him to be called and classified as a Bitach Balikim. So the Chavos is talking about not such a utopian state, but an ideal state of for a person to say, yes, I'm someone who wants to do Ratzon Hashem and is always trying and focused to do Ratzon Hashem, that person could then say he is in the category of a Beitach Hashem and could expect to be constantly, continuously sustained by the goodness of Hashem. Based on this, we come to, a again, a very fundamental and a practical idea in Hishtadlus, and how much effort does a person have to put in to the things that he needs in life? Normally we use the example of Parnosa, how much time one has to put into his livelihood, but it really pertains in anything. How much time does a person have to spend to try to get an appointment with a doctor? And so on and so forth. Every example that we can think of that we have to put in effort, and how much do we say, well, let me have be talking to Hashem. And most people are under the assumption that it really depends on the bitochen level of, a, of each person. If a person has a high level of bitochen, then he's required to do less ishtadlis. He doesn't have to put in so much effort. As opposed to someone who is still in the earlier stages of working on bitochen, it feels his bitochen is still shaky, so then he would be required to put in more time and more effort into acquiring the things or to getting certain goals of things that he wants. And he the Mashkiach laid down to Yisai that that is very, that's a mistake. That is a, it's, it's a, a mistaken assumption to think that it depends if someone has more bitochen, less bitochen. It's very possible someone could have a high level of bitochen, 
but still, he is required to put in a lot of time and a lot of effort. What does it really depend on? So he based it on a very famous Machloikis in Brochus, the beginning of the sixth parak in Brochus brings a famous dialogue in a Machloikis between Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. You see, we have a passage in the Torah that tells us, that you must gather in your grain. That passage clearly indicates that a person must put an effort to bring in his food, to have a livelihood. On the other hand, the Pesach says, This Torah that Hashem has given us must always be learned. Day and night one has to learn the Torah. How could that be? It's a clear contradiction. You can't be expected to learn Torah day and night and at the same time be expected to spend time gathering in the grain, working in a field. So Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shumba Yechai address this contradiction. And Rabbi Shmuel says, must be Hanig Bahen Minig Darecheretz. What we have to understand is that indeed one has to set up time for Darecheretz, set up his time that he has time to work, and other times he has to learn. And even as Rabbi Chaim Volozhin explains, that even during the time when he's working, that too should be with a focus, with an understanding of Torah as well. But the Torah focus, certainly if one is keeping the halachas that one has to, has to, whether he's in a workplace, he has to think about the, the halachas in Yeridea, of Bishal Akum, uh, things like that, of Hilchas in Yeridea, of Hilchas Ezer, of Yichud, when comes up questions about being secluded with the opposite gender, Hilchas Yichud, certainly the halachas of Chesh and Mishpat, which could come up in a in a uh, in a business could come back in a work setting, so Rabbi Shmuel says, "Yes, you have to vasafta You must go to earn a livelihood. At the same time, you have to incorporate learning in your life all the time. Hanig ben minin derecheres. There's a time for this and a time for that, and as well, while you're working, it has to be still with a focus on learning. But Rabbi Shmuel ben Yechai, Rabbi Shem ben Yechai, rather responded to Rabbi Shmuel and says, "How could it be?" Is he going to plow at the time of plowing? And then spend the time planting at the time of planting? And then spend the time harvesting at the harvest time? And then spend time threshing? And then when when the wind comes, he winnows all the grain? How could you expect... The Pasig Vyasavdiganacha to go that each person must spend a portion of his time, which seems to be Rabbi Shmachai says a significant amount of time. Working, spending time with his livelihood, going into the office every day, seeing patients, writing papers, etc. etc., whatever per person my profession may be. How could that be? But Rabbi Shimmachai, how do you reconcile the two Psukim? Says Reb Shimon ben Yechai, Ella, Bizman she Yisrael oisin ritzayin eshel makoim. When a Jew is doing what he's supposed to, when Jews are doing what they're supposed to do, and they're doing Hashem's Ratzin, Malach to Nasus Aidei Achirim. Shenem Agapasik says, The Indu Zorim Uruutzayin Achim. Others will come and they will pasture, they will graze your sheep, and you won't have to do it. 
and you will spend time learning. Another Rabbi Shimon says, I understand that two psukim. One Pasuk says, you must spend your time learning. Another Pasuk says, you will gather in your grain. He says, that's talking about two different occasions. When we are doing the Ratzon Hashem, we can expect that our Parnasa will just fall like the month from heaven. But when we're not doing it, we're not doing what we're supposed to, then indeed we're going to be forced to spend time in the field Plowing, planting, harvesting, etc. Says the Gemara, the conclusion is Many followed the path of Rabbi Shmuel. They designated time for both, and they were successful. There were those who tried like Rabbi They didn't meet success by trying to do like Rabbi They fell short. Now, said the Mashiach like this, do we think for a moment that Rabbi Yishmael was less of a Baal Bitochein than Rabbi Shem Ben Yechai? And therefore he understood that one has to put in more effort than Rabbi Shem Ben Yechai says? Rabbi Shem Ben Yechai says, no, I can't allow myself to put in effort. Why? Because he had more Bitochein? He trusted that everything that comes comes from Hashem, he trusted more, he believed more that all the Parnassah comes from Hashem and therefore it can happen through other people? Did Rabbi Shmuel not believe that 100%? We cannot say that. Of course he did. Rabbi Shmuel believed 1000% that all Parnassah comes from Hashem and if Hashem wanted, he could just send down the mud from heaven like he did in the Midbar for the Yidden. But rather, it was an understanding of an approach and Rabbi Shmuel says, I say that this is what the, the, the multitude of people, the, the general populace, this is what they have to do. As Abayah says, Har Bayosu, in other words, the majority of people, this is what they did. Meaning to say as follows, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai's argument here was not that I have more bitachin, but rather it was a, a plea and, and, and it was a, a cry from his heart saying, how could I leave this Torah that I love so much and spend time plowing and spend time reaping and spend time harvesting? How could I do that? How could I leave this Torah? Impossible for me to do that. And therefore, I must conclude that it will happen on its own. Others will, will tend to it and I will get it like that. The point here is that how much, be, how much is shtadlus a person has to put in to any effort that he's going to be doing is dependent not on his bitochen, not his level of bitochen, but rather on his level of dveikus Bashem, his level of connection, total connection to Hashem. And if he feels, if a person feels that pulling himself away, in this case from learning, to go spend time in the field, will not allow him to learn, and he won't be able to do that, then Rabbi Shimon Yechai says he has the right to say that I cannot pull myself away from that. The difference is not how much his level of bitochen in Hashem is, but rather what is his level of connection to Hashem. Let's talk a practical example. We all, to a certain extent, have this level of dveikus when it comes to Shabbos. In other words, 
Many people could, could argue, listen, if I close my store down on Shabbos or if I'm not working online on Shabbos and doing business and doing, making deals, I won't have enough parnosa. But we all understand that Shabbos, Shabbos Mateyaleh, what's going to be with Shabbos? What I should, I should work on Shabbos, chas v'sholem. More than just because it's us to work on Shabbos, Hashem told us in the Torah 50 times that we have to keep Shabbos. More than that, it's where our connection to the mitzvah of Shabbos is such that we can't even bring ourselves to work on Shabbos. And because of that, we have the right to say that I don't have to work on Shabbos and Hashem will take care of my parnasa even though I'm not working on Shabbos. And therefore, the same would apply if a person says, yes, I have to put in a full day's work, but I can't imagine going to work a whole day without having a solid hour or an hour and a half to learn with a chavrusa every day. And if he sincerely says that, not because he doesn't want to work so much, he gives an excuse and says, so I'll just learn with a chavrusa every day for an hour and a half. But if, it's, if he sincerely feels that he has this dveikus, he has this connection to Torah, and he can't pull himself away, he can't say, I'm just going to go a whole day to work and just, just to have a, a, a time to learn in the evening when I'm all tired out, no, that's not enough for me. I need it when I'm still fresh in the morning. I need it to set aside an hour and a half to learn. This idea, this concept here, based on Rav Shem Ben Yechai, is that a person could say, What's going to be with my Torah? I need this amount of time to learn. It could apply to a person who feels he has to daven with the, with the minion. And even though it means that he has to take out more time during his day to find the minion for Mincha, and he has to travel there and travel back and the time for the davening. But he feels, I can't daven just alone in my office. I can't daven somewhere just on the road. I need to daven. My connection to Mincha is that I need to daven with the minion. He has the right, if that's sincerely what he feels, that his devekus is, his connection to Hashem during, for Mincha is, Mincha Mateyaleh, what's going to be my Mincha if I don't have a minion to daven with? He is allowed to then say, that amount of time I can carve out of my day, and that's not going to be in the cheshben. That's not going to go into the cheshben. Oh, but how am I going to make a parnasa? And the same goes with everything in life, all of our ishtadlas in life. How much time am I going to spend an effort to put in to dealing with the, uh, this, uh, this thing for, for one of my children, or putting in an effort to, to get an appointment, to, to go somewhere, to arrange something? How much time am I going to put in? No, if a person feels he has all the time in the world, no, then he can. Then he has to put in more effort. For him, he does have to put in more effort. But if a person feels that I'm spending too much time with this, and it's taking me away from my dveikus b'ashem, it's taking me away from the things that I connect me to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Torah, Tefillah, Mitzvahs, the the chesed that he's involved in, then his amount of time, the the amount of time that he has to set to still put in his ishtadlus, his effort in terms of all the worldly matters that he has to do, that could be relegated all to all other times. That's the idea, this concept here, that the amount of ishtadlus that a person has to do will be based, proportionate to the amount of duvekus that he has with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's interesting to note, and we'll end with this, that the, uh, there's a Meshachachma. In Parshas Ekev, Perek Yud, Posuk Chof, the Posuk that ends, Uboi Sidbok, that in him you shall cling. And the Rishayim explain it, the Rambam and the Ramban, they explain it in lofty levels, 
And Rameir Simcha says, to me, it's, I have to understand this Pasuk applies to every single of individual. Every single Yid, the smallest in Klai Yisrael and the greatest in Klai Yisrael. This Pasuk is talking to him. And he says, this is a Pasuk about Bitochen. So we see he understands Bitochen is what? Is Ubay Sidbak. Bitochen is Dveikus Bashem. Bitochen is how much a person is connected to Akadosh Baruch Hu. And as much as a person is connected to Akadosh Baruch Hu, and he feels there are times during my day, my week, my schedule, that I have to be more connected, I can't give up that time, because I'm connecting with Hashem by ways of Ruchnius, then he's allowed to say, in those times, I could leave the Ishtadlus for Gajboru to take care of it. Agutenacht.